0: What's going on everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, October 24th, 2022. That's right. We're back full. I mean 720p is somewhat HD, right? At least oh, at yeah. one point it was considered HD. No. And I mean I mean we're probably it's probably somewhere between 720p and 1080p, but we're back in video. I'm your host, Corey Smith, being joined as always. ...by my co-host, my main roster mate, and yours, Mr. Jose Oseguera. Hey
1: everybody, how are you doing? Mr. Smith, how are you doing? Um, I like to keep the NPR voice from previous weeks, but since we're doing video, it doesn't translate. No. So, uh,
0: hello everyone. And, you know, uh, that awesome theme song we have provided by whatever the name of that great artist who did it... ...that I put in the description below for legal purposes. Um, Mm -hmm. You know... Sometimes it's just so great it drowns us out, and we don't want that to happen. We we'll let them know we're here. But anyways, uh, thank you. I'm good. Um, it's been a long week, long week of wrestling. I actually, uh, weirdly enough, I got caught up in watching Superstars '94 all week.
1: Superstars '94. Now, what is that?
0: WWF Superstars 1994. hmm Um, on Peacock, I just uh, for some reason I wanted to get into the history of. Remember when the Undertaker vanished? And then there was, like, sightings of the Undertaker. Like, oh, my God, Undertaker. Like, some little kids saw him on a slide. And then they just... You see a it picture like, of him on their slide. He's like, uh...
1: It was like Bigfoot walk.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Exactly. And <laughs> yeah. um, I, I wanted to kind of get into that. And I started watching like one episode, like, right after the Royal Rumble. Right after he, he lost a casket match to, I believe, Yokozuna. Right. And uh, I just got so intrigued by the show. Like... The Quebecers, they're Mm -hmm. awesome. Brett, Brett's the Hitman. Hearts like early nineteen (laughs) ninety four promos are just so uh, uh, (laughs) they're they're different because you see him he's in there. He's like "Uh, Owen, uh, yeah. What you did to the family? uh, That's not nice. And uh, (laughs) come this Saturday, uh, yeah. uh, I'm gonna take you out. And I'm really hurt by this because you hurt the family, Owen. It was a different time. It was a different time. But anyways, uh, we're not here to talk about Superstars 1994. We're here to talk about this week in pro wrestling because this week, Black Adam hit box office to extremely mixed reviews. Uh, The reign of King Xavier and Queen Zelina may soon be coming to an end. And I'm going to run down your Halloween Havoc 2022 report. I I gave it a quick uh, speed watch. A little speed watch. That's awesome. Uh, But before we get into all of that, please take a quick second to uh, click the like, subscribe, comment down below. Uh, Leave us a quick comment. If you you have a minute, it really does help out the show and it helps us. And what helps us helps you. So like I said last week, help us help you because we want you to get better at life. It's it's kind of a self-help thing. I believe, you know, like, you ever see those commercials for, like, BetterHelp? Of course, yeah. You know, they'll just have, like, some random person with really choppy video playing, Mm -hmm. you know, chopping together uh, some 50-page essay they wrote down Mm -hmm. to 30 seconds. Yeah, Uh, a lot of, like, uh, shared footage. Exactly. But help us help you. Click down like below. And uh, also, uh, if you like City Wrestling Radio so much, if you really want to give us money... Go check out our March store. It's the link is down below. Anyways, let's get into it. Black Adam, Jose. Yes. Uh, the, have you watched it? No, I have not. No, no. I, I haven't seen it either. But this weekend, okay. the high. Well, I mean, it just came out.
1: Yeah. Uh, this past weekend. Yeah.
0: I mean, I I'm not one of those people anymore. That is like I. for a while. I was seeing the movies like the Thursday, like 7 p.m. showing that they came out. You know what I mean?
1: Deadpool, totally, yeah.
0: Deadpool 2, the Star mm-hmm. Wars uh, um, sequel, sequels. Are they called sequel, sequels?
1: I think it's just sequels. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, I was, you know, doing the Thursday night uh, releases for those, but after the pandemic, I just I'm oh, good. It's just too exhausting now. And, and we
1: got a little spoiled, right? Everything was uh, being uh, served to us at
0: our living rooms. Exactly. So... The highly anticipated Black Adam starring Dwayne "The Rock" Johnson hit theaters this weekend debuting at number 1 at the box office charts for the for this weekend bringing in $67 million domestically internationally yeah. the movie brought in another $773 million bringing the grand total of a global weekend box office opening number to $140 million uh, globally. So this Officially brings Black Adam to uh, The Rock's biggest theatrical release ever. Wow. So first better? off, yeah, I better ever than,
1: uh Walking Tall,
0: a be- better than Walking me? Tall. And I believe, uh, was it the tooth fairy? The tooth fairy, yeah. But despite the success of the movie, critics uh, pretty much trashed the movie with some calling it uh, uh, the worst movie ever. Which, Ouch! Come on, I doubt that. Well, I'll get into it on Rotten Tomatoes. Black Adam scored a ninety percent on their audience score rating, which you know, with you know, superhero movies, they they do a lot of times score high. Not so much DC movies, uh, Marvel yeah. movies more so than DC movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then also managed to score a thirty-nine percent on the tomato meter, which is a score based on critic reviews and their scores. Yeah. Which was down another one percent from a couple dates, So it's still falling at this point. It could be by the time this video upload, it could be thirty eight point nine.
1: Yeah.
0: It could be down (laughs) an extra point one percent. I don't know at this point. But uh, nonetheless, uh, San Francisco Chronicles own Mike Lassell uh, said uh, Black Adam does not even deserve a bad review. Because a bad movie would be too kind. It would be implied that Black Adam is an actual movie. Ouch. Yeah, LaSalle goes on to say, Black Adam is not easy, is not an easy story to follow, especially as it creates no desire to follow it. Uh, the basic plot seems fairly simple, though uh, convoluted and wholly lacking in interest. Wow,
1: I did hear that The Rock had a little bit of a dry performance but I think the char- character is supposed to be dry. I wasn't a big fan of black Adam comics, so I don't know what type of character he is, but, uh,
0: dry. Well, I was kind of well, hoping rock would rock. have, I was kind of hoping rock would have, uh, black Adam had hair a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, he had hair. It's not like he had like, well, he didn't shape. have a
1: mullet, but he had a little bit of a Caesar shorter than
0: mine for sure. Yeah. But, uh, he had like a short haircut and, uh, I was hoping The Rock would wear a wig in that movie. Oh yeah, that wasn't gonna happen. (laughs) But nonetheless, Jose, why do you think it did so bad with critics? Like, is this usual super movie or superhero movie like getting low rating scores like it usually does by critics? Because a lot of them do. Or is there something else? uh, As rock movies also don't do well with critics. Do you think like something like he did in his past? Like maybe a former career he had. Kind of gave him that carny rub.
1: Yeah, probably, probably. Uh, another thing that I was thinking it could be is fatigue, superhero fatigue, action fatigue. Um, now with movies like uh, Wakanda Forever, it's coming out soon. It's going to make a billion dollars. Um, th- th- it's more um, themed based, whereas this particular movie I hear is more action based, mm-hmm. and it's really more of a you know loose plot. Let's see action, adventure, um, C, uh, CG effects, and what have you.
0: Well, he's supposed to be like the anti-hero, eventually becoming a hero, right? Something like so, that. So, like,
1: Batman again?
0: Well, no. I, apparently, he's more of like a Deadpool like without the mouth. Like, he actually goes and kills people, and, you know, because of um, people who deserve Krat- it. Uh,
1: Kratos, is that his name? God of War? That guy?
0: J.R. Kratos from New Japan? Uh, he,
1: no, you know... Um... <laughs> uh, the video game from god of war
0: oh uh i don't i mean i played that game like twice i'll be honest i'm sorry okay yeah but But, i mean
1: i think it's the same general story you know kid gets killed wife gets killed out for revenge we're the good guy but we do you know a lot of like evil stuff
0: yeah no i mean you're right batman you know parents die trained avenge parents you know yeah, yeah, it's it's all the was it the, the the superheroes like return or the hero's return or something like that the Story mm, know, so, yeah, like, yeah. the story arc of like this. Yeah. You know, face a challenge, the redeem
1: the redemption of yeah. it. Yeah Yeah,
0: either, so, yeah,
1: I think cool. the critics are suffering from fatigue. Yeah,
0: either way uh, Black Adam is fucking expected to make millions of dollars more. Weeks I, to I'm gonna watch it. Oh, I mean I'll watch it, too. I mean, I don't know if I'll actually go to a theater to watch it, but I'll watch it eventually.
1: Oh, no. These things rush into streaming services really, really fast nowadays. Well, even look well, at
0: movies like uh, Hallow- the Halloween Ends movie that premiered on Yeah, it's so already streaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on, well, it had like a dual action premiere, which it like yeah. did like one week in theaters, and the next week it was on streaming
1: yeah yeah and like clerks three that's already streaming i believe uh yeah at least you can own it on digital really oh wow oh, at God. the very least yeah
0: Again, on that i'm off tomorrow i can stay up tonight and watch that there you go either way uh the rock uh, he's making more of an impression on hollywood we'll see i mean fuck yeah and i heard
1: that he's rebooting the dcu with this movie so we'll see
0: well yeah apparently there is a uh There's some cameos in the movie. I I haven't heard much, but I heard there's some cameos. Once I saw cameos, like ah, not not not. I I heard there was a very powerful yeah cameo. It's uh, is it Chris Jericho? Yes.
1: How did (laughs) you know? Fuck,
0: I knew it. Uh, Well, I thought he was busy because uh, Chris Jericho. Let's move on with some more news. Chris Jericho did sign an extension with AEW this week in a Variety exclusive. It was announced that Chris Jericho has signed a contract extension. Uh, this I don't know if this seems... It's, there's a little confusion over this because earlier this year, Fightful Select did report that uh, he signed a contract extension in February, extending to 2024. Now his contract is extended to 2025. Either way, he is now in AEW until 2025. Uh, the ring of what I call him, which he should be called, the Ring of Dishonor champion yeah that's way better than the ring of jericho yeah or whatever the fuck he's calling it's dumb jericho sorry called ring of dishonor <laughs> anyways i love you buddy uh anyways as uh, as well as uh extending his con his contract uh jericho will be taking on more responsibilities in the company similar to john moxley's announced uh, when he signed his contract extensions a few weeks ago
1: I would say it's a step further, even deeper, deeper fingering to the company. Yeah.
0: Well, I think uh, Tony Khan, like we said a couple of weeks ago about Moxley, I think Tony Khan is implementing more guidelines and more of a backstage culture at uh, and what he wants as mm-hmm. a backstage culture in AEW. Uh, implementing people like Jon Moxley and uh, Chris Jericho as kind of the locker room leaders, you know? And I'm sure you have people like Sting who play uh, an important part, too. Huge. So, and
1: There's something all these guys have in common, but continue.
0: Uh, but Jericho will serve uh, as producer, creative advisor to the company, and as well as maintaining his role to a creative mentor to the younger talent. Jericho says, I guess, why not? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he has things have been so well in the company, and I really do feel that this is my company. Uh, it's tattooed on my heart, so to speak. I've been here since day one, and there's really no reason Uh, for me to not continue any further. Uh, Jericho also commented on the growing success of AEW. He says, when AEW first started, I think basically it was Chris Jericho and a group of very talented people that might not have uh, been as well known. Uh, Within three months, that changed, and now within three years, we've all got at least a dozen, maybe two dozen of our own homegrown stars that came out of AEW television hmm So in a recent interview with Justin Barrasso of Sports Illustrated, AEW's Tony Khan, you know, the CEO, Tony Khan, we know the guy. He uh <laughs> he gets into it with uh, people online. Uh oh no, does he? No, nah, not really. Not really. Uh, not that I've seen. Not you know, not not as serious as some I others. guess I'm just thinking of Ariel Helwani a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh I was on a show though. Uh, but anyways, uh, he's talking about Jericho's contract extension. You know, he was just saying how Jericho's been a consistent star for the company, and he finds a fresh take on everything he does, you know, praising Jericho. Now, Jose, this is, I believe, Jericho's either third contract in AEW or second contract extension, whatever. He's in it to win it in AEW. You know what I mean? Yeah. So totally. why isn't he playing the field in any way, any sort, like, He could probably get a very lucrative deal if he was, you know, played the field a little bit.
1: Yeah. Well, he answered the question himself. Why not? (laughs) But no. But also, uh, like, why? Why? Why search for a big payday? He's done that. Been there, done that. Yeah. Um, I think he feels he can actually contribute to the success of a company. Maybe even inherit. I don't want to say inheriting, but um, you know, he he can actually become a co-owner of this of this uh adventure um he could use his knowledge that he gained throughout the years to you know expose AEW in a more wwe style that's what all these new guys have in common you notice sting yeah um john moxley yeah chris jericho they all have that big time I don't, you know, Sting not so much, but he does have that, you know, short. Well, I you mean, know, he, WWE, he, he
0: but... wrestled mainstream for how many years? You know what I mean? Like he was at the top of the, oh, wrestling, the major, yeah, the major leagues for how many yeah. years? in the eighties and nineties, he can contribute and say like, "This is how it was at this time." These guys can say how it was at that time, you know? Yeah,
1: especially and this is, you oh, know, on, these sorry, three just, just oh, yes, go
0: going go from ahead. Sting, Jericho to Moxley—that is uh-huh. like bridges the generations true that
1: true that um and then let's compare with the executive vice presidents um you know they don't have that particular experience sure they have some experience in new japan but that is a different marketplace that's a different structure that's just a different business altogether than the american you know wrestling business yeah so to speak yeah
0: well i mean i don't know jericho he's here to stay um get yours. He's cool, man. I'm happy for, like I'm happy like for him. Yeah. yeah good, and it looks like
1: he, he it looks like he's not, you know, some bloodsucker that's just out for the check, right?
0: Yeah, he's not like he's going after the t- it's not like he's like going after the title trying to be the like the main champion every week. He's trying to reinvent yeah, no, he's, himself.
1: Yeah, Yeah, and, and he's genuinely uh, got love for the company. It feels like to me.
0: He's got love for the industry and I think One thing about Jericho is that he's going to do what he wants to do Mm -hmm, over mm -hmm. a payday at this point. And I think that this has been happening for a long time, because if you think about it, Jericho left the WWE, how many times to go on tour with Fozzie, you know, how much money was he making in Fozzie compared to being in the WWE?
1: It couldn't be that much. Right.
0: I mean, it may be compared to the work, you know what I mean? But, Mm -hmm. um, no, I don't think he is. All right. <laughs> he was. So he <laughs> yeah, yeah. seems to me like he's going to go out and say, This is what's better for me. I think I should do this.
1: And maybe this is what's fun. Maybe. He's having more fun doing what he's doing now, yeah.
0: right? Yeah. Wrestling with Daniel Garcia and, you know, and Daniel or Brian Danielson rather mm-hmm. than, you know, being in WWE and, I don't know,
1: doing some funny shit with Kevin Owens. Yeah.
0: Know, jokes. Cracking jokes. Shooting backstage with, uh, you know, Sami Zayn. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. which actually probably would be very entertaining at this it point. It would be, yeah. <laughs> be very entertaining. Anyways, speaking of the Ring of Dishonor champion, Ring of Honor is expected to have a television deal soon. Ooh. Uh, in the same interview with Sports Illustrated, Tony Khan gave some hints at a future Ring of Honor television show. He says, uh, we'll have some great news about a Ring of Honor show, a weekly show soon. Khan also stated our goal is to uh, have one more great pay-per-view for ring of honor in 2022 and then uh, follow up with a weekly show in 2023. Uh, Jose, I really want to give ring of honor a chance, um, which I definitely will, but will will ring of honor weekly show completely flood the wrestling market.
1: Short answer. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> um no but you know what i want to see i want to see ring of honor maintain some of its regionality if that's a word um i like the i like it being a regional type of show you know what i mean just a an atlantic show uh east coast show and we have to watch it here on the west coast via internet yeah via youtube you know make it hard to hard to watch make it hard to find that gives it very, you know, old school wrestling vibes. If you there. want viruses, I, I, know I really where to dig. Watch it, well, I you know, I don't want viruses. But um, you know, I, I like the underground aspect of it. If yeah. it if it were to maintain that quality, right? Once it reaches nationally, it kind of loses that spirit. And I don't think Ring of Honor matches
0: that. and also I don't think every wrestling company needs to aim to be on a national circuit like wwe you know Mm -hmm. and and nobody can afford it like wwe and especially when one of the competitions is going to be your own company how far does tony khan expect to grow ring of honor you know does he expect to grow it to the point of aew and then he's competing with himself you know how hard that is to juggle well yeah exactly playing chess yourself it's like you're you're Oh, I'm doing this here. Yeah, I'm do this here. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah. And so he has, you know, Dynamite, Rampage, uh, Dark.
0: And then, like, even now think about Ring it, of Honor. Jeez. Even if he stepped back from both of them, he said, let, let's just theoretically, you know, let's say uh, Kenny Omega was given AEW and CM say, Punk yeah. was given Ring of Honor. You know what I mean? But Tony mm-hmm. Khan still owns both companies. Those mm-hmm. guys are going to be battling against each other every week in the ratings. Right. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. yeah. At a certain point, you kind of have to decide what tier everything's going to be on, you know? And I think Ring of Honor might be even better served as, like, like just maybe, like, a some sort of, like, either, like, a rampage and, like, instead, you know what I mean? Instead of Rampage or instead of Dark, instead of Dark Elevation, you know, right. have Ring of Honor Dark, have... Mm-hmm. Ring of Honor Rampage because yeah fuck Rampage isn't doing so well in the ratings anyways. You might as well, well it's use Friday it. Night. Well, you might as well use that time to get younger talent over in other ways. Saying this is Ring of Honor, you know what I mean? Yeah, that makes and sense. And putting your AEW more focus on your AEW people on Dynamite.
1: Mm-hmm. So, but then you would have to make it a three-hour show because that roster is stacked.
0: Speaking of AEW Dynamite, uh, this last week on Tuesday night dynamite oh, because of come on. Yeah. the uh those, that damn uh, baseball. Right? It was baseball, right? Or was it hockey?
1: Yeah, it's
0: baseball. Okay.
1: well they well, they're they're on they're on, TB, they're on TBS uh, the Braves because of Braves. hockey. But now they're on Tuesday because of baseball.
0: <laughs> well, either way, this week on Dynamite, it was no laughing matter. I know I laughed at the programming matter, but Hangman Page suffered a concussion after taking a lariat from John Moxley in the main event and landing on his head after taking said fall. The refs called for the bell after he checked on Page and noticed uh, he was quote unquote snoring. Medical professionals were brought to the ring and uh, which eventually ended in uh, him being stretchered out of the arena and taking uh, first off backstage to check to see how he was and then taking to a hospital. Like I said, he was diagnosed with a concussion and there's not knowing, uh, when he'll be back because one of the things about concussions is you can be out months. You could be out days. Yeah. Uh, It it really all depends on your brain and how it recovers from it.
1: It it could take you out for years.
0: Uh, but as Daniel Bryan, Brian Daniel, exactly. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. BD DB, whatever the guy's name is. But Jose, you know, you you did you you saw the match, right? You saw oh, the, yeah, the did yeah, you see yeah. the fall or
1: I did, I did. And it was the impact of that he hit the mat, right? It yeah. wasn't the Lariat itself, the exactly, yeah. clothesline. Um yeah, I'm surprised his shoulder wasn't separated too, or his collarbone broken. I just saw the clip of Candace Michelle. Mm-hmm. Um when I forgot who she was wrestling against, but she was climbing the top rope, and they ran into the t- you know the ropes that they do to make them fall, and her feet caught onto the turnbuckle in the corner, and she same type of injury, um, but she shattered her collarbone in this instance, you know, so much higher. But yeah, it, it's very similar. Yeah. I'm surprised she didn't mention anything about a concussion because she did eat that floor and she was knocked out. I feel bad for Hangman, uh, just when I think he was gonna start you know riding a, a big push. Hopefully he gets back in the ring soon. Yeah. Um, you well, never I, like it when somebody gets hurt. It
0: also too like, it really sucks when somebody gets concussed, but I feel like it also was kind of like, I don't know if it was blown out of proportion, but I feel like the second Moxley said, like everyone pray for Hangman page. Everyone was like, Oh my God. Like is he, he is he's he, he crippled. He's, he's about to, is he crippled? Is he dead? Yeah. Is he got, yeah. He, what is going on here? <clears throat> and I think when that happened, it was like, I, you know, every, everyone took to Twitter. You know, even, even mm-hmm. people like Big E is, you know, praying for the hangman. Uh, people, you know, people all over WWE, AEW, New Japan, praying for the hangman, praying for the hangman, you know, City Wrestling Radio. Hey, you got this cowboy praying for your hangman. Yeah. Um. So... I I do think it was blown up a little bit when that happened because it did happen on live TV and nobody knew yeah, what and, to do. And you know,
1: you know what actually went through my mind. I was like, why are they working this like this? But, and, I, and that was an evil thought. I'm sorry, get out of here, Satan.
0: You know what was fucked up with me? Is <laughs> remember when AEW would do that fucking corny gimmick of like, oh, uh, this match. Uh, didn't go as long as we expected. So we had this backup match, uh, in place <laughs> yeah, on yeah, all yeah. nights, not to have a backup match, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? And, yeah. totally. So like, you're like, oh, fuck it. Daniel Garcia, dad, Daniel Bryan, get out there real quick. Go wrestle until the, the show's over.
1: Yeah. And you remember all those weird cuts that they took throughout the, uh, the ending where they kept not showing hangman on purpose.
0: Yeah. That gave me work vibes. I'm, I'm being worked over here. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, but I'm I'm glad to hear he's doing okay. Glad to hear he's doing okay because, uh, yeah, man, got a lot of people scared in uh in the world of uh, professional wrestling. Yeah, man, and, oh,
1: and they already have a rep of being like you know the the spot botch botch spot yeah. spot botch, And I just feel like it's uh,
0: more it, it's just more and more like bad times in AEW. <laughs> you know
1: what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, they don't need any more.
0: And I think it's like it, it, it's 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 the scale. You know what I mean? Because you got your good and you got your bad. You got like people like Moxley and Jericho taking on roles where they're going to lead the company and kind of lead the locker room and the locker room mentality. But you also got the side of you know people getting concussed. Uh, you know back in the day, remember Matt Hardy had that weird fall after mm-hmm. jumping off the ladder on um, Sammy Guevara. Yeah, that was insane. So it's just it's a lot. The whole you know the punk stuff, the elite stuff. It, oh, and then
1: the Thunder Rosa stuff.
0: The Thunder Rosa stuff. You know, people calling, trying to say that she's faking. You know, the whole thing. People calling yeah. her out on TV. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. with um, Britt Baker saying things like, you know, like, "Oh, I'll be, you know, world champion." You know, not the interim champion. We'll talk about that then another time. Yeah. Uh, to me, it's just it, it's weird. There's a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like that wasn't really thought out and wasn't really prepared. And I guess it's things you really can't prepare for, but it's things that would have been learned if Tony Khan would have started smaller, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if he would have started with a ring of honor and then built his way up to a company like AEW and then build a company like AEW in the future, because I mean, let's face it. Like he was, he's a millionaire fan, a billionaire fan. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And He's very smart at what he does. He's in sports analytics for a reason. You know, he's great at what he does. But at the same time, like, he wasn't like a Bill Watts. He wasn't a Vince McMahon. He wasn't a Vern Gagne. Uh, All these people that ran companies for years and years and years. You know what I mean? So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And minor companies. You know what I mean? Local shows. We're talking Cal Palace, you know, serving 200 people.
0: Exactly. He wasn't a Roy Shire. But nonetheless, I mean, I think Tony Khan is stepping up his game there, but there has been this week about some more news uh, with AEW about, uh, like I said, CM Punk and Hmm. uh, the potentially uh, his contract being bought out by uh, uh, AEW because the latest uh, Wrestling Observer newsletter, Dave Meltzer, commented on the potential departure of CM Punk, like I said, stating that uh, he's intoxicated, his contract bought out. So. The only thing that they're trying to work out right now is the non-compete clause, apparently, yeah. mm-hmm. and I think that's a little strange because, like, how many years of a non-compete are they going to give him? Because
1: the remainder of his contract, maybe.
0: I mean, I would say so. Yeah. You know what I mean? Say, so, you know, you want to sit out for <clears throat> you want to sit out for two or three years and get paid, or it could even be another year because he did sign a year ago. So, well, what do you you think about CM Punk?
1: Well, this perfectly leads into a new segment that I want to bring about. Um, I want to name it, Is It Over? Now, Is It Over could take a double meaning, triple meaning, quadruple meaning, however you want to take it. Is it over in a good way? Is it over in a bad way? In this case with CM Punk, is it over? As in, is Triple H interested in hiring him, knowing his uh, history of attitude? Um, they've had some bad blood on screen. Was it off screen? Maybe Vince McMahon didn't like the guy. No. Um, and now he's, you know, burning bridges at AEW.
0: And I think he actually had more, uh, of a conflict with Triple H than he did with Vince McMahon. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we know he's over with the fans. We know that. Absolutely. We know he's especially over in, in Chicago,
0: but I also think he's being very focused on one kind of fan base right now. Yeah.
1: You yeah, know there's a totally. certain,
0: there's a certain type of CM Punk fan right now.
1: Yeah, but you know what you need to concentrate is uh, <laughs> attracting the fan like of the owners and... of the companies. Yeah. You know what I mean? So is it over for CM Punk? Is he now going to be in indie darling once again or uh, do you think he'll be back with you know Triple H has been known to squash beefs. Will he overlook the past and hire him in hopes of attracting more money do they need him
0: well does cm punk need the money you know what i mean there's a reason why he came back to aew there's a reason why he came back yeah uh especially after you know doing the ufc doing the comic book stuff it it, it wasn't just hey hey please you know it wasn't just an itch you know, yeah. there, there had to be other reasons, you know, like, well, and, and I'm not sitting here saying that CM Punk was like broke and he needed to come back. I'm not saying that at all. It could have just been like, oh, well, I mean, I could put this in this account and then move this here and then I could use it, you know?
1: Yeah, totally. Um, you know, I don't know. I can't afford three nannies. I, I got to cut back to one. Exactly.
0: I don't think he has kids. I'm just saying. I think saying. him and April are childless. Oh. It might, I think lucky, it might, it might be by choice. It might be by choice. I don't know.
1: Um, nannies for their dogs.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. They have Larry, the dog. Uh, but no, uh, I, I don't, I don't know if Triple H would want to bring. I mean, he would. I, I, he would want that promo, that promo of CM Punk coming, and he would come back. You know, to cult of personality, everyone would freak out. He would come out saying, "Oh, I'm back. I'm back here with the big boys play." Because he would say something like that, referring to the time when he said. Um, I work at a company with all with children, you know, mm-hmm, when he was in the AW mm-hmm. press conference. So having that and moment, of, it's,
1: it'll be it'll be also a dig at Triple H, who once uh, worked with WCW, a.k.a. where the big boys
0: played. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I could see Triple H wanting that. And I could see Stephanie and Nick. Khan. And what's CM Punk's relationship with Nick Khan? We don't know that at this point he could. Uh, it,
1: it might be zero.
0: Yeah. And I don't see him having a great relationship with Tony Khan. You know. So he burned that bridge down yeah. to the crisp. So CM Punk and WWE, uh I I say I say no. I say it's over. His relationship with WWE is over. It's done. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I agree with you. His uh pro wrestling career, you know, with these two companies. It's over. Sorry. Yeah. It was
0: good while it lasted, right? Yeah. Uh Anything else you want to say about CM Punk or? No, that's we we got to cover. <laughs> We need like a sound effect. This has effect. been, is it over? Yeah, You know, one thing about Superstars 1994, which was horrible, yeah. is fucking Johnny Polo uh, Raven is one of the commentators. Yes. Oh, my God. And he has, oh. and they talk about him being on WWF radio. And then one episode, mm. he has like a sound effects machine. And Vince McMahon's like, oh, that's a sound effects machine that Johnny Polo <laughs> has. <laughs> that's not really the police coming for us. Oh, my God. You can watch us on the PictoBox. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It, it it was bad uh, anyways uh let's move on uh with some more news uh more uh some more news about some royalty because this week dave melter reported that this week uh wwe is it is kind of interested in bringing back the king of the ring uh back as a pay-per-view a premium live event as some would call it melter says uh uh yeah there is a talk of bringing back the king of the ring yeah, with a show uh, featuring both the king and queen of the ring. Now, Jose, in the era of wrestling where there's a championship, a trophy, or a briefcase at pretty much every turn, how does the king of the ring hope to stand out, uh, and uh, who can benefit from this?
1: Um, I mean, it's going to be the same shtick, right? There, It's a rare instance where a king or a queen, though, uh, th- that actual gimmick lasts long, right? Um, but it's so
0: it's so annoying though. Like it
1: it is. But usually these things only last a couple of months. Usually, um, like the last home, time you saw uh, last time you saw Zelina. what was she doing? She wasn't wearing a crown.
0: That well, that's actually not true because this past week she was wearing this like crown thing on her head. But you know, I, I see tiara what you. is different from a crown. I see what you're saying here. Yes, yeah, she's, yeah. she's not uh, doing King that.
1: Xavier. When did we stop doing that?
0: A long he time got injured time, and know? then when he came back from injury He stopped doing the um... And that was like what three months tops But him and, but that does say him and Kofi were doing The whole king and king's hand thing
1: And it was and Somebody like uh, these two Were perfect for the role They were going to take that you know to the moon Unfortunately Xavier got hurt um, But who do you all see Being able to carry that um, You know the king book A type of thing It's a rare talent to do that yeah. uh we're, we're gonna see you know the regular old king for two months it's it's something to put on your resume
0: king Braun,
1: king Braun. king almost you know you'll see that for a
0: month yeah uh, you want i don't think you'll see like a king lashley king gargano no, no. this is totally a
1: mid card king miz mid to lower yeah, king yeah miz. not even not even king miz i think miz is above
0: that uh i don't know man i could see miz coming out every week not with like he'd come out with a very stylish a-list but then like a bejeweled like fan very fancy cape and scepter okay i can see that yeah you know I can kind see of that. And a, then him, a hollywood kinda, a-lister but also and challenging
1: um, the royal family like
0: i'm um, better than them that'd be kind of cool actually well there we go yeah, see thanks you're welcome triple h there we go uh let's move on to some uh well not so cool news uh i got an update on kane velasquez or Cain Velasquez, like how how do I pronounce it again? Cain Velasquez. Velasquez, you Velasquez. Said that, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we don't normally don't cover MMA news uh, on this podcast, but it's Cain Velasquez, and he's done wrestling. Uh, <laughs> okay. So the pretrial if hearing. You can call it that. Yeah. I, he's, wrestled I mean, yeah in AAA, he's, he's wrestled in AAA. He's wrestled there. Yeah. He's I legit. Mean, he's I like he his nose. Yeah. Uh, the pre-trial hearing for the former UFC heavyweight champion in Santa Clara uh, has been delayed because the f- defense needed more time to review information. About the attempted murder, Cain uh, Velasquez faces multiple charges of allegedly shooting at a car with a man accused of molesting his four-year-old son. Uh, the bullet missed. The you know Velasquez was targeting forty-three-year-old Harry uh, Larti. Oh, sorry, Gularte. Gularte. G- and uh, instead, hit his uh, stepfather in the arm. Uh, Goularty. Missed uh, Gularte Prosecutors say the new pre-trial hearing will be November 7th. Velasquez remains behind bars while Guletti, or whatever his fucking name is, uh, Mm. is out on bail, um, you know, uh, facing with felony charges of lewd acts with a child. Uh, Yeah. Anything you want to add?
1: Look, I'm kind of biased here. I'm a father of two kids. If I have proof that this happened to any of my kids, this would be a different story altogether. I'd be locked up already.
0: I'd be booked, and
1: yeah. I don't want to get too far into it. But you know, I protect my kids. Let's put it that way.
0: Cut to ten years from now when they're using this at your at a murder trial, because you <sighs> murdered somebody, ladies and gentlemen, because this is because, because somebody got murdered at a gas station, you were nearby, and they're like, "Well, yeah, you were nearby," and they said you'd murder somebody. So no, 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 I'm gonna take the
1: Tucker Carlson plea and say that this cha- this is a character. I'm playing a character. I'm uh, portraying someone. Uh, the Ho- um, oh the Hogan,
0: uh, uh, oh brother, is- I don't really don't have a, a ten a ten foot penis, brother. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I'm doing performance art. Yeah, um, this
0: is what this is. No, I, I mean, I, I think I agree with you, and I think a lot of people agree with you, Jose, because yeah, uh, no. a lot of people I've talked to, you know, in the wrestling in the wrestling fan base, I think even a lot of people I talked to outside in the news business say, yeah, dude, it's a fucked up situation because yeah, yeah. a lot of people would feel for him at this point. At the mm-hmm. same time. You can't go around shooting people, like uh, yeah, exactly. I, know? Know like I mean, like that's <laughs> that that also brings into question, like, Cain Velasquez's, you know like mental stability, you know, yeah. him ta- but, taking the law into his own. But I, but at the same time, I agree, I agree with it. Yeah. I, I, I I would I could see what everyone's saying.
1: Yeah, and this this type of situation can spur a temporary you know a mental instability, temporary insanity, right? Yeah um is Kane locked up right now or, yeah, or he's, uh, yeah, he's he's, he's like right? no
0: he's locked up yeah, that's fucked up Yeah, he's locked up he's uh he's still waiting trial he's still behind bars yeah, that's that's cold that's cold I, yeah cold he bad. should be out on trial at the or out mm. on bail at this on point bail. yeah yeah totally um mm-hmm. but I don't know why they've denied bail for him it's not like he has
1: history of this yeah
0: and yeah I don't think he poses well he does pose the risk of leaving he has the money to leave but anyways. that's
1: true but you could easily take away his passport done
0: deal Uh, Well, let's move on because uh, we got some more real life news to talk about. This brings us to Jeff Hardy, who also, uh, as many of us know, has been caught up in his own legal issues as of late. Uh, Following Jeff Hardy's DUI arrest in June, Hardy has been awaiting uh, his trial and now his pre-trial has been delayed yet again. Hardy's attorney filed a motion to delay the pre-trial with a new date being set for Thursday, November 17th. So him and Kane are both being in their trials 10 days apart. Uh, court docs show that Hardy's attorneys provided extensive mitigation materials, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> which I had to look up with that fucking man. I still barely yeah. know what it means. And uh, the prosecution <laughs> needs more time to review the material. Um, Jose, anything you want to say about uh, Jeff Hardy?
1: Uh, good luck in your troubles, buddy.
0: Yeah, because, you know, the whole Matt, Matt Hardy's doing, you know the stuff with what, what's it with the uh the firm now right i think so i don't know so
1: <laughs> yeah I saw him. i saw him what was it uh yesterday yes, yesterday on my on my dvr yeah you're right he i think he opened a brand page or something
0: yeah so uh yeah jeff hardy yeah. hopefully good luck to you buddy good, good luck to jeff hardy I hope he, like I said before, I hope he gets the uh, the help he needs because yeah, speedy he, recovery, bro. He he seems like he he's it sucks to battle demons, you But know, you know, and we all battle our yeah, ba- demons.
1: Yeah, maybe we don't want a speedy recovery. Maybe we don't want a long drawn out one.
0: Yeah, and uh, maybe wrestling, maybe the wrestling industry is just not for him. You know what yeah, I mean?
1: try something else, doing with whittling. You know,
0: because I like heard, at, I heard you're
1: in a rock band. Maybe write more songs. I
0: heard he's. You ever see his gardens? No, like he does these extra extravagant, like, um, like garden, like he does like hedge trimming and, uh, like, yeah, I saw he the, does like the hardy boy symbol, the hardy designs. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's really good at that. He's a real, mm-hmm. like a talented artist. And I think things like that, you know, with wrestling, if it's something that's going to cause you to fall back into your, um, habits, your past habits, yeah, you know, especially when People are now coming out and complaining about you like Darby Allen did,
1: you know, Mm -hmm. saying that
0: he felt like he was going to die in his match Mm -hmm. with Jeff Hardy. You know, that, that, that says something about you and what's going on in your life Mm -hmm. and just Mm -hmm. take a deep breath, take a step back, you
1: know, and you, you know, we all have triggers. Wrestling could be Jeff
0: Hardy's trigger. Yeah. Let's move on with some news uh, across the sea. Well, I guess it's across the sea and this side of the sea, new Japan pro wrestling. Well, it, it's it's kind of both New Japan news and WWE news. True that because last week we reported, you know, we were talking about Carl Landon, you know, being uh, in both New Japan and WWE now being the current holder of the never open weight uh, champion chip. And uh, we were speculating what's going to happen. But on Monday night, we found out that he is indeed uh, being booked for WWE crown jewel on November 5th uh you know we thought you know last week i think you said oh you know he won't show up at crown jewel he'll show up at the uh the autumn struggle show and uh apparently that's not going to happen and and it's not going to happen in any way shape or form because he took to a video earlier this week saying that he was double booked and the new japan show was never uh uh checked with him like they never checked with him about the show
1: hey buddy if it was advertised it was booked.
0: But like it was advertised for weeks, and I don't. If it was I don't, I don't advertised. Know. It was booked. Okay, look. I don't know if it was like weeks, <sighs> as in like four or five weeks. But I know. I knew about it. They they came. We recorded on Sunday. They came yes. back the Monday before, and we knew mm-hmm. about it all week. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he knew about it all week long. Uh, but New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, President uh, Nak N- <laughs> N- Nak Nakami Obari. I am horrible with uh, names from mm-hmm. other... I'm horrible with names in general. Uh, says, uh, you are. They are you doing my name pretty good. Well, I do it every single week. Yeah. They're doing everything they can to ensure all matches listed at the New Japan uh, Pro Wrestling November 5th show in Osaka take place as advertised. Because, like I said, the never weight champion Carl Anderson was scheduled to defend his title against Higule at the show. Anderson later announced that uh, match for Crown Jewel Uh, The Good Brothers released a video claiming that New Japan never confirmed the show with them. Obari took to social media on Saturday to say that uh, they are working to ensure that all matches take place and uh, that all wrestlers honor their advertised commitments. Mm -hmm. Uh, He says, quote, we are doing all we can to ensure every signed match in Osaka on November 5th happens, as promised. We expect all wrestlers, especially champions... To, Motherfucker. On, to honor their <laughs> advertised commitments. Carl Anderson's like, oh, I think you're talking to me, fucker, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. uh, Obari um, also told Tokyo Sports in an interview last week that he is, quote, now hear me out. He's, quote, angry about the situation involving Anderson in the never open weight championship. Uh, directed his post-match comments Saturday towards Anderson and the situation involving the never openweight championship. He says, quote, you think you forgot about me? I've got a lot of on my plate here too, but I can make time for you. What are you scared of Carl Anderson? The second non-Japanese person to make the finals of the G1 scared of someone who is just coming back from learning, uh, learning excursion the former what well, you're scared of the former <laughs> IWGP tag team champion scared of someone who's only had two matches championship matches yeah right yeah title uh, yeah 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 yeah, right, yeah yeah reading off my phone so yeah, yeah, yeah. but anyways um, yeah so you know Carl Anderson um what the fuck is going on Jose what's going to happen what what I mean we're going to be watching the, we're we're watching Crown Jewel this year we're watching it here Jose we we have to. It is our commitment to the wrestling universe. Uh,
1: you know what? I'll watch it just for this particular situation. Because you could still turn this into a AJ and Gallows versus um Finn and uh, Priest. Priest. Right? Yeah. You, you could absolutely. easily do that. Absolutely. You could just X out uh, Mysterio. You don't need Donna in there. He's probably gonna be a hindrance anyway. Well,
0: Mysterio also being moved to uh, uh well Mysterio, what are you talking about? Oh you saying dominate. Dominic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you're you're absolutely right. You could take Dominic out of the match. He can hang out with his, Hang out with his mommy ringside and uh, yeah,
1: yeah, totally, and totally. There you go. Um, or what a way to ruin ruin a budding relationship, or what could be a very mutually financial uh, benefiting relationship. You're burning a bridge with uh, this is the show of burning bridges. We should title like it that. You're burning a bridge with New Japan here.
0: Yeah, you know, last week I. <laughs> You know, I th- I could say I got a little excited. You know, I, I said, oh, they're, they're blowing up the fucking cement walls. New Japan's coming in. You know, WWE's going over there. This is what's about to happen. And now, nope. that Obari's just like, yeah, fuck you guys. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> what yeah. What the hell, and man? He's pretty much uh, pretending that everybody's a zombie, and he's trapped inside a house, so he's boarding up the door. Boarding up the forbidden door.
0: Yeah, yeah. But no one gets in or out. And I wonder, you know, what's going to happen. I what relationship what this will cause to happen with other relationships with new japan you know
1: yeah totally oh we could we could see that forbidden Door during aw open
0: wide open yeah so let's move on to our final topic of today because next week is our yearly halloween show but this mm. week it's halloween havoc 2022 and for some reason, my light just flickered, and now it's kind of cool, right, when I said Halloween 2022? Oh, perfect. Ooh, scary. Dude,
1: those, those effing ghosts in your fucking Maybe, alarm, maybe
0: the Watcher really is in my house. I don't know. Oh, Jeez, don't say that. Knock on wood.
1: Hello, Mr. Smith.
0: Anyways, uh, let's get into it. Um, I watched a show earlier today. I sped. Watch it? Uh, you, you watched what you could. Uh, mm-hmm. We kicked off with uh, Wes Lee becoming the new North American... Uh, champion in a fatal five way ladder match I mean mm-hmm. this is a pretty great match overall uh this' is 19 minutes and 55 seconds uh it's just it was just a pretty much a party match from start to finish these guys yeah. non-stop and I think a lot of the guys in this match because going into the match I was kind of like oh wes like I don't know I feel like I've been watching NXT but I haven't really been like invested you know, yeah. so people mm-hmm. like Carmelo Hayes, I know of Wesley. I know of. all these people I know of, but I'm just like, I have no interest in watching them. Like if someone was like next week, Von Wagner versus Oro Mensa, I'd be like, oh, cool. Yeah, And you know, after the match, I'm just like, wow, like they all kind of stood out. It reminded me of the time when the um, you know, the first North American uh, ladder match happened. I believe it was in Dallas I believe I don't quote me on where it was but it was I believe for WrestleMania and it was like you know EC3 Lars Sullivan uh, Adam Cole uh, the Velveteen Nightmare uh, you know people like that so just everyone that was on fire at the time in eight and WWE NXT was in the match and it was a fucking fantastic match Um, that's what this reminded me of a lot of great uh, moves from start to finish. Then we move on with the nx oh, yeah
1: just really quick to add I, I really missed the addition i think it could have been great with axion i know they call him something different but come on it's spanish for
0: action for uh who axion axion okay. uh, okay. i think they
1: call him axion nah, his name is Acción. Okay. it's action uh yeah, for but yeah if, if he was there this could have been a super amazing match you know i'll uh uh, tables ladders chairs type of match uh, but i enjoyed it. this it was fun i,
0: I dug it uh, next up there was a, uh, a weird segment i guess it wasn't weird it's halloween havoc it's NXT yeah, it, it's
1: it's in the vein of uh, undertaker and his uh, undertaker
0: and aj's well, what, was, it, what was that match called the the graveyard match yeah the was wasn't a, that was the boneyard match right yeah something like that yeah yes yeah, so okay and you know the the blood of NXT 2.0 is still pumping through one of the veins of NXT, <laughs> it, they're detox. They're still detoxing that all that uh, those colors out of them, mm-hmm. um, because this was very NXT 2.0. E. So it started off with Mandy Rose and um, Gigi Dolan and Persia Prada. Getting seeing a video of of uh, Alba Fire at a haunted house, you know, saying like, "Oh, come and get me!" And she's sitting there. She literally her face is paint. She looks like the daughter of Thunder Rosa and Pumpkin Balor. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, you're so right. Because like yes, she's got right. like half her face painted like Thunder Rosa, mm-hmm. but it's also like it's like a pumpkin. So mm-hmm. it's like that time that Finn Balor jack o' lantern. Yeah, remember <laughs> when it was like Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt, but Bray Wyatt was that weird version of uh, Sister Abigail or whatever, mm-hmm. or like whatever it was at the time. So they go to the haunted mansion. And or the haunted house. I don't want to say haunted mansion. I don't want to get sued by the mouse. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it it, oh. it was just corniness from start to finish. You know, a lot of people. It was like a, it looked like a fake Halloween haunted house with a lot of people like working it. Like people dressed up as zombies, uh, yep. but they were that's, also uh, trying to exactly what it was. Yeah. But they were also trying to attack them. You know what I mean? Like some of them were trying yeah, to grab them of, and pull yeah. them in. But then mm-hmm. some of them were just like just hanging out. And Gigi Dolan, was, she's fucking loving it. She's walking through like, hey, guys, what's up? Uh-oh, scary movie stuff. Uh-oh. Da-da-da-da. What are you drinking? I want some of that. Yeah, not of that. yeah. And uh, it's it's funny, too, because I was just watching this. I was just like, oh, my!" I was rolling my eyes so hard at it. Uh, but eventually, you know, Alba Fire does take out all of Toxic Attraction and then uh, gets Mandy in the car, brings her eventually brings her back to uh, the performance center uh chase you there's a chase you segment where andre chase is uh, teaching the history of halloween havoc dude and
1: i fast forward through all of chase you
0: well, it, segments it's corny all the time it's corny so i don't even know what it is it's corny but at the same time yeah, i don't like it at all it's also it's, it's kind of funny I'll, yeah. I'll have you through.
1: ever seen um revenge of the nerds yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah, these guys are totally. Well, that's that, that's what they're that's what they're going for. Yeah. Know? And I'm not a fan. All right. So what my nerds Just keep my nerds uh, back. But but Duke Hudson is now transferred to chase you transferred. So, yeah, those
1: yeah. yeah. transcripts are included in transfer. Whoa,
0: but he doesn't get, he doesn't get a shirt yet. So anyways, yeah. Uh next up, Apollo Crews defeating Grayson Waller in a casket match was a fucking. Uh, it was a dumb match. like it. OK. So the first half of the matches is them brawling around the ring for about mm-hmm. five to 10 minutes because it's yeah, only
1: in dumpsters and stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. This is only about 11 minutes long. So before the match started, they brought a casket out and it wasn't like a huge casket, but it was a, eh, it was a smaller casket. I'll say that. And it was like yeah. a flimsy block casket. And it was like these Druids who brought it out because you know, this match was a spin the wheel, make the deal match and they got casket match. Um, So, as the match was going on, they were on the ring post, and Apollo Crews gets pushed off and pushed into the casket, breaking the lid. Whoops. (laughs) So, everyone is just like, what do we do? Like, Mm -hmm. and I don't know, it had to have been planned, because they had that second casket come out. But, Booger T is going off saying, no, he should win. He should be the winner. The Mm -hmm. top is broken. He is in the casket. Like, (laughs) Like you know what I mean? He's not wrong. Like if what if he was like, "Hey, open the casket," and then he pushed it in. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. I I I thought that was really dumb, the if, way they yeah, just but, overlooked that.
1: Can we just say that uh, Booker T was in rare form tonight?
0: You think he was good? <laughs>
1: he was in rare form. He was hilarious sh- without without he was hilarious without wanting to be hilarious. I do love him mean? a
0: few times. He goes, "That's a shucky duggy quack quack moment." I'm like, ah, you're not letting go, Booker. I love it yeah uh so af- and then yeah after that happened then they the druids like all of a sudden the lights go out and then like Apollo Cruz like is out of that casket and standing with the druids and they're bringing a larger casket down a- and I'm like oh okay what oh, what okay so does he work with the Druid? what is going on here
1: another lousy gimmick for apollo Cruz <sighs>
0: so I don't know. Anyways, the, at the end of the match, saw him winning by getting Waller into the casket because that's how you win a casket match. Apparently, yeah, if Apollo,
1: uh, Apollo Cruz is going to turn into an underfaker, dude, and this is going to suck.
0: Apparently, uh, this is the only, only the fourth casket match to take place not featuring The Undertaker.
1: In, like, all of wrestling, yeah, all, I believe it. Yeah, well, on all of WWE, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, next up, Roxanne Perez defeated... Uh, Cora Jade in a Weapons Wild match. Where okay, now hear me out. The rules: the only way you're able to win this match mm-hmm. is by pinfall or submission. I so, mean, how is that supposed so to work? So it's a Weapons Wild match. <laughs> it's a fucking no DQ match. Yeah. Uh it was uh, it. Uh, it was not good. I didn't like it at all. It, no. It was just them battling around the ring. Eventually, they got onto that perch on the top. Uh, mm-hmm. and then they, uh, you know, Roxanne yeah, Perez That was
1: a weird spot, right?
0: Yeah. Where Roxanne Perez kind of was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to punch Cora Jade off. And course. Like, please don't, don't hurt me. And she's like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm not going to hurt you. But then like Cora just like pulled her in and they like hugged and uh-huh. fell off together. we going to go. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, okay. I mean, I get it as friends. It's like, okay, we fell together for our first, our first giant fall was together. Yeah, we did it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. at the same time, like on TV, I'm like, this is dumb. It was. Yeah, I give it up to what's her name, Roxanne Perez, for her uh, her homage to uh, Pennywise, the clown, with uh-huh. her gear. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you caught that, but it was. Uh, I didn't. I didn't her, catch that. The, now
1: that you, you mentioned it, I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah, she
0: had the eye face, the eye makeup, not big time, but just a little bit. Hmm? Uh Next up, Julius Creed defeated Damon Kemp in an ambulance match. Yeah, I super sped watched that one. Eh, it was an okay match. I don't know. It was just a lot of like. It was kind of like similar to the weapons wild match where it was just like constant use of weapons, the mm-hmm. entire match. Um, there was one spot though where Damon Kemp put Julius Creed into the. Oh, also if Julius Creed loses, you know his brother gets fired. Uh, mm-hmm. So Julius Creed gets thrown into the ambulance, and Damon Kemp's about to. Sl- he slams the door shut, but Julius has his. Or was he, Julius has his fingers out. Covering the edge of the other door. So the door smashes on his hands. Oh, and then he has his hand out and then Kemp is smashing, like slam, like not even like holding and slamming, but like Mm -hmm. slamming it into his hand. I hope that's
1: one of those, uh, party city fake hands
0: over and over again. And I was just like that. I was looking at like, I can see suplexes and power bombs all day and be like, okay, but that I was like, ouch. Yeah. I feel that on this end. Mm hmm. Uh, but then in the end of the match, um, uh, Julius Creed gives uh, Damon Kemp 10 chair shots, which invoked a 10 chant by the fans.
1: imagine that. That's a very popular. First up,
0: we didn't even bring up Ty Dillinger's back in AEW. Not yeah. not Ty Dillinger, but he's now Sean Spears, the perfect 10. What yeah. the fuck is that? Like he's and just reverting to an, a WWE gimmick.
1: Yeah. yeah which yeah. I, well, love. I love. I love
0: was... that he's back as the perfect 10. Whatever. Fuck yeah.
1: Him. Yeah and no but then we have number 10 doing the to the crowd
0: yeah so you know it's funny i i i made one of those signs to the 10 sign. so i was like 10. Mm -hmm. 10." it is a great chant anyways yeah it it is it's weird um yeah so uh it was 10 chair shots to uh julius or to damon camp followed by a power bomb into the uh gurney and then a chair shot it was like the chair shot was in the forearm and he hit him with it and then carried him out put him in the ambulance won the match so Brutus gets to stay in AEW. Good for you. Uh, next up, uh, the NXT Women's Championship match. Um, so as that ambulance was driving, the car with uh, Mandy Rose and Alba Fire roll up. Uh, they battle outside of the, ma- the, the the PC. They battle inside. They battle to the ring. Toxic Attraction, who were left at the fucking haunted house, apparently got an Uber over to the PC. Well, no, and... they
1: drove. They didn't have a car,
0: remember? No, they didn't. They, their car was stolen. I thought.
1: Oh, I like I thought.
0: I thought that they all rolled up in that same SUV, and right. then uh, Alba took Mandy with the SUV. So maybe Alba oh, had a car.
1: Oh, yeah. Eh, maybe yeah. they called it Uber. They had
0: their phones. They're good. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. And
1: uh, the camera guy was there, so
0: he he had the <laughs> That's car, true. He's right? like, oh no, I got. You guys want to take the production truck? You, you, you
1: guys want to ride? You guys want to ride in okay. the production
0: truck? We're getting pizza on the way. You guys want a slice? You have to ride the back
1: with Spot, though, and yeah. he's been, been kind of sick. I would
0: love if if WWE, like the PC, had a dog.
1: <laughs> I would want
0: to know all about that dog.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, it would have to be like a Dalmatian, I feel like. Oh, like a firehouse? Yeah, like a firehouse dog. Uh, but, yeah, they battle in the ring, and, uh, uh, yeah, Mandy Rose wins after Toxic Attraction. Uh, the they pull, they interfere. They pull the referee out, and then uh, Mandy Rose hits her V trigger. I will say, Mandy Rose, I, I I will always stick by Mandy Rose. I think she's a fabulous wrestler. I I know she's not like the great. She's not like. She's not like a Daniel Garcia or a Wheeler Yuta or even Daniel Bryan Cesaro. She's not one of those. But she's every not
1: technically sound. But
0: yeah. everything she does spot wise, that V trigger she does, which I'm calling the Rose trigger. Mm-hmm. Um, it fucking looks great. You know what I mean. Everything, she, yeah. every spot she's ever put forward, it looks really good. And she, she's going a little slower than everyone else, but damn it, she's fucking great. Like, yeah, she, she could talk up a storm and too. she likes what she does. You can tell she's into the to the gimmick and she's into wrestling and she's into her job.
1: So. Yeah, yeah. Not so much when you know she was you know being left adrift yeah. in the main roster. Um, she definitely has new life to her. Yeah. She's definitely a different person than she was on Tough Enough. Do you remember
0: that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And did you ever see yeah, that she... there was that video of her, like, where they came from? And, like, it was, like, went to, like, her parents, like, gelato shop or whatever it was. like some Right, day. right. And there was just all these, like, hey, goodbye, Mandy, what are you doing? you coming back home. she's like, hey, shut up. What are you doing? I'm filming over here. He's like, oh, I want some capiola. Sorry, that's probably offensive. But nonetheless, oh. it's kind of what happened, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Uh, So, yeah, Mandy Rose continue. And there's a reason why she's champion. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah,
1: man. Right now, she's one of the hottest things NXT has. And
0: it's it's not even, like, because she's hot. And a lot of people are going to chalk it up to that. You know what I mean? Which is fucked up to say because I think anyone on TV, everyone on TV is hot. Like, in one form or another. It's a
1: prerequisite if you're going to be on TV, right?
0: Yeah, like, everyone looks good. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. so it's just, like, to me, it's, It's a little dumb to say, like, oh, she's hot. That's where she got. There's plenty of hot women in wrestling that aren't at the top of the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a
1: reason why Eva Marie is not around, even though I'm a fan.
0: Well, I mean, you know, whoever they are, you know, there's a lot of women who are very good looking who aren't at the top. So that's not why Mm -hmm. Mandy Rose is at the top.
1: It's because Tr- yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: she's put forward so much effort over her career. She mm-hmm. is harnessing who she is, and I think she really does have a potential to be a legend in this industry. Not- she
1: has this uh, Trish Stratus quality, yeah,
0: and and she's not. And yeah, think of Trish Stratus. She started out; she was horrible.
1: Mm-hmm, she
0: mm-hmm. eventually put in the time, put in the effort, learned the craft. You know, I think Mandy Rose could benefit from some more technically sound stuff. You know, Mm -hmm. maybe some training with somebody like a, you know, like a QT Marshall, like a, you know, Brian Danielson, like a whoever, you know what I mean? Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Even Shawn Michaels. Um, Well, I mean, he did train Daniel Bryan, so I can't really say anything. Uh, Anyways, but yeah, um, I think she could really benefit from that. And yeah, um, yeah, I think she's great. And she's
1: Yeah. She's doing great as is right now. Yeah. I'm happy
0: with her work. Uh, So the main event saw Braun Breaker defeating Ilya Dragunov and JD McDonough in like 25 minutes. And everyone, you know, this was a great match. I just don't know why I didn't get into it. It was just like they're they're just. It was the
1: characters are dull.
0: And it was like the typical like WWE three way where one person would battle one person. They would stop. That person would fall down. Then they would focus on the other person. That first person would fall down. Then that second person would fight the third person. So on and so forth. And it's just like, okay, I get it. So yeah, paint paint
1: by, paint by the numbers,
0: right? right? Yeah. So at the end of the match, saw Braun Breaker defeating uh the JD McDonough to retain the title. Um, and it just begs the question, what's next? And earlier in the week, we saw Austin Theory make his um his uh, not his re-debut in NXT, but he hinted at an NXT at a Money in the Bank cash in on the NXT title. Hmm. You know, and uh, didn't that happen? Uh, Charlotte Flair. Did that happen with her? She said she wanted a shot at the NXT women's title.
1: I don't remember. A couple Uh, of years back. Yeah, Yeah, it sounds familiar. And so
0: that's when she cashed in against Rhea Ripley, and they had the the shot at WrestleMania.
1: Right. So,
0: yeah, I mean, I could definitely see Austin Theory. Then that's way more believable than Mm -hmm. him cashing in on Roman Reigns. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's just a wasted... Wasted
0: briefcase. At, at that point, it definitely is because, mm-hmm. uh and I can see him winning the title. And I wouldn't. <laughs> Personal but, issues but, with Austin but, Theory aside, you know what I mean? Like,
1: yeah, yeah. But th- but like you said, it's believable. It's more believable than main roster cashing.
0: Yeah, and that's that's what you need. You, you I don't want to see. You know, I don't want to see Austin Theory win the Universal title. No. No. Oh, or no. the World title. No no. Yeah. Actually, it would be funny if he uh, if he cashed in at Saudi Arabia and pinned uh, uh, Logan Paul. Oh my god, <laughs> that would be great.
1: Oh my god, I, and, I mean that'd be a good way to separate the titles too, because that really, you know, I, I they need. To how say, do you feel about? I don't want to change the subject, but no, how do you I mean, feel about the U.S. title being the main title on Raw?
0: Dumb, right? Yeah, and yeah.
1: they're totally propping it up to be like that. That's why they made it so well, big.
0: I mean, Seth Rollins is holding it now. I did like when the US title was one of the main titles, not like the main, but like when John Cena held it and was doing that US Open Challenge every week. That was super yeah. exciting, especially when you had people like Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn mm-hmm. coming from NXT to uh challenge him for the title. Yeah. So, and one like that match he had with Sami Zayn, it was a fucking incredible match. Mm-hmm. Although Sami Zayn did injure himself in the match. You know what I mean? Kevin yeah. Owens taking credit from it earlier in the week. But, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think they need to separate those titles. I think there's two yeah, titles just, just in general uh-huh. in wrestling right now. Just all the right. Like I said earlier, everywhere you turn, dude, there is like a briefcase. There's a trophy. There's a contract. There's a, a fucking clipboard. There's a <laughs>
1: there's a poker chip.
0: There's a poker <laughs> chip. There's, you know, I don't even know. Yeah, and and Impact, you win a title and you can cash that in.
1: There is currently a Japanese title called Never Open Weight being held by a WWE.
0: Yeah, and you know, to me, it's just like, what the fuck does that mean, Never Open Weight? Dude, I've been saying that since the beginning. What? (laughs) So, and and with them, and they created the the IWGP women's title, which I think was overdue. Uh, Sure. That being said, they just showed the design of it and it's that ugly, like early nineties design that looked like the IWGP title that looked mm-hmm. like a crown. Yeah. It's really bad. Yeah. It's really well, bad. what are you, you going to do if you're watching? Cause we're back on YouTube we, yeah. we mentioned that a couple times at the beginning of the show.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You'll see if I remember to add it in because I need to relearn the new updated version of audition. Oh, well, nonetheless use use YouTube there we go perfect (laughs) apparently YouTube's getting handled soon really I don't know but check us out apparently at City Wrestling Radio on YouTube (laughs) apparently Uh, check out all the links if you're uh, if you're on if you found us through social media our link tree takes you to all of our links you know our uh, Facebook Twitter uh, Instagram because we post a lot of news on Instagram I know Instagram kind of sucks and uh, not a lot of people go there Mm-hmm. Which I think oh, is kind of weird, but well, I thought people still go well, there. a lot of people go there. A lot of people go there. Check us out because we post a lot of news to Instagram, Twitter, and uh, Facebook. At City Wrestling Radio at CWR four one five. Uh, this uh, I think we're done for this week. Let's get out of here. I'm Corey Smith. I'm Jose. We'll see you and we will see you next week. Have a wonderful week. Peace out. Good luck, and uh... yeah, goodbye. Take care. Good, good night. Sorry, the video makes me nervous. Bye.